Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dotson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Matthew chapter 27. Dr. William Edwards in the article on the physical death of Jesus Christ, quote unquote, from the Journal of the American Medical Association, dated March 21st, 1986, says the following. Scourging was a legal preliminary to every Roman execution, and the only women uh, and Roman senators or soldiers, except in cases of desertion, were exempt from such. The goal of the scourging was to weaken the victim to the state just short of collapse and death. As the Roman soldiers repeatedly struck the victims back with full force, the iron balls would cause deep contusions and the leather thongs and sheep bones would cut into the skin and subcutaneous tissues. Then, as the flogging continued, the lacerations would tear into the underlying skeletal muscles and produce quivering ribbons of bleeding flesh. Pain and blood loss generally set the stage for circulatory shock, and the extent of blood loss may well have determined how long the victim would survive the cross. The severe scourging, with its intense pain and appreciable blood loss, most probably left Jesus in a pre-shock state. Moreover, hemidrosis had rendered his skin particularly tender. The physical and mental abuse meted out by the Jews and the Romans, as well as the lack of food, water, and sleep, also contributed to his generally weakened state. Therefore, even before the actual crucifixion, and Jesus' physical condition was at least serious and possibly critical. Going on in verse 27, we read, Then the governor's soldiers took Jesus into the praetorium and gathered the whole garrison together against him. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him. They braided a crown of thorns and put it on his head and a reed in his right hand. And they kneeled down before him and mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. They spat on him and took the reed and struck him on the head. And when they had mocked him, they took the robe off of him, put his clothes on him, and led him away to crucify him. Now these soldiers mocked Jesus, and they ridiculed his claims of being a king. Certainly part of the whole process was not just to punish, but to actually inflict the greatest degree of humiliation as possible. Every element of this ordeal was wrapped in shame and mocking. Long before Jesus reached the cross, our loving Savior was paying for my sin. Can you imagine this scene? The utter humiliation of the Son of God. And he let it happen. Verse 32 says, And they came out and found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name, and they compelled him to go with him that he might carry his cross. Now, ultimately, Jesus carried his cross, and he is asking no less of us. The cross is a path of death, and we are to die to this world and to keep that which would 
stop us from a discipled walk with him. He said to him, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Philippians 3, 9 and 10 says, And be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own, that which is of the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him, and the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of his sufferings, becoming conformed to his death. This man, Simon, He inadvertently stepped into eternal fame that day. Little did he know when he got up that morning the role that he would play in history. Now here we read his name forever enshrined in every Bible around the world. Now being that he was from Cyrene, which is in northern Africa, it is very likely that Simon was a black man. Such is a fitting rebuttal, I think, to the history of the treatment of African-Americans. Even more assuredly, it is the understanding that he was also a Gentile. It is commonly believed in light of some other morsels of scripture in uh, the Bible that Simon's children later became believers and actually played a significant part in furthering the kingdom. All of this puts Simon on my short list of the first people I want to meet in heaven if he is indeed there. Verse 33 says, When they came to a place called Golgotha, that is to say the place of a skull, they gave him sour wine to drink and mixed with gall. When he tasted it, he would not drink. And when they crucified him, they divided his clothing among them, casting lots. Now, in his weakened state, Jesus no doubt buckled under the weight of the cross and the strain of the flogging. With Simon now carrying the cross, Jesus is delivered to Golgotha, where some people believe that his ministry at that point came to an end. But there are also those of us that clearly see this event very differently. In fact, I and others like me believe it was there on that hill that the ministry of Jesus Christ came to his triumphant crescendo. It wasn't like he was surprised to be there after all. In fact, he had been planning that day for several thousand years. It wasn't the end, but rather the culmination of his salvation master plan. Isaiah 53, 5 says, The punishment that brought our peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Verse 36 says, And they sat and watched him there. They set up over his head the accusations against him, written, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then there were two robbers crucified with him, one on his right hand and one on the left. Now it's ironic how despite all of the elaborate efforts on the part of the Pharisees to kick him down, that they crucified Jesus with this title over his head. Even with this great coordinated effort, Jesus triumphed with the designation of king. And can there be any denying it? Furthering the fulfillment of prophecy, Jesus was crucified between two thieves, 
Isaiah 53:12 foretells, quote, And he was counted with the transgressors, yet he bore the sins of many and made intercession for the transgressors. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim and JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.